Welcome to the Audit Bytes podcast with your host, Robert Berry, where we talk about touchy auditing topics in bite-sized chunks. Whether you're just starting out in auditing or you're a seasoned professional, you'll find something of value here. Tell all of our fellow auditors. You can find us live on LinkedIn, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting platforms. Tune in and join us for a thought-provoking and informative look at the world of auditing. Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to episode number 37 of Audit Bites. Auditors should always raise red flags. Auditors should always raise red flags. Now you're probably wondering, what in the world is Robert talking about today? But what I'm talking about is you're auditing in an organization and you see something is wrong. You know it's wrong. Everyone knows it's wrong, but yet you don't have the courage to speak up and say something. You don't have the courage to speak up and say something. Why not? Isn't that a big part of what the job is, is raising those red flags when they need to be raised? So in today's episode, that is what we are going to talk about. But but in true fashion, I'm going to start off by, well, telling you all a a story. So now right now, We're in a pretty interesting time. We have a recession that people are saying it's coming, maybe, maybe not. And it's hard times for people out there. But this is not the first time, nor is it the last time, that we'll go through something like this. As a matter of fact, many of us remember 2006, 7, 8, and 9 when we went through something similar with mortgage loans. There was another uh, recession, another bad time. Well, I was working for a bank during that time period. And let me tell you what we were doing. We were originating loans, helping people buy homes. But uh, we actively contribute to what I like to call the mortgage meltdown. You see, what happened during that time period was you had people called loan officers who would vet people for loans. They would take their documentation, make sure that they made enough income to pay the loan back make sure that they were who they said they were and good stuff like that. Well, back then, for those who don't know, we had some things called no-doc stated income loans, meaning you did not have to provide documentation, hence the no-doc, and you got to tell people what your income was, hence the stated income. Now, the way loan officers got paid was they got commissions every time they were able to originate or close a loan. Now, that's pretty standard, and that's the way it operates in the United States. If you're a loan officer and you can get people to get a loan to buy a home, you get a commission. But the question that I asked back then was, what happened if those loans are bad? What happens if they've given loans to people who didn't deserve them? For example, we had people that we knew didn't make the amount of money that they said they made, and yet we still gave them loans. For example, there was one Waffle House waitress who said she made $200,000 a year. Now, we know that that's not true, yet we still gave her a loan. So what I said was, okay, I raised the red flag. I said, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right. Something is wrong to where somebody can come in and say that they make X amount of money 
and we give them a loan and then all of a sudden that loan, well, it defaults because they can't pay it. So what happens to the loan officer who originally did that loan? Here's what happened back in the day. Nothing. They got to keep their commission and nothing happened. And I said, this is a practice that we shouldn't have. This is a practice that we shouldn't have. We shouldn't be doing this. Here's what I was told. I was told now my audit friends are going to laugh because this sounds familiar. Leslie, see if this sounds familiar. My friend Leslie Hambrick is here. Let's see if this sounds familiar. We've always done it this way, so we can't do anything any different. You see, my suggestion was, why, why, don't, we, why, why don't we punish loan officers who give us bad loans? The response I got was, this is the way we've always done it. So you know what ended up happening? We ended up accumulating a lot of bad loans. We ended up accumulating a lot of bad loans. And because we ended up accumulating a lot of bad loans, well, at some point, we ended up going under because we couldn't sustain our mortgage activity. Now, here's the deal. You had this one person saying, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right. But because the red flag was ignored, we ended up in a bad position. So let's talk about waving the red flag. Let's talk about waving the red flag. You see, as auditors, you have to wave the red flag periodically because risks don't wait for your audit. Here's what we do. We say, well, we're going to go in and audit this area. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go in and audit it. And that's when we'll find that something is wrong. But listen, risks don't wait for your audit. They just don't. Risks are happening right now in real time, and they aren't waiting for your audit. As a matter of fact, I'll say, risks don't care about your audit. So if you know that something is happening and it's wrong and it's going to have a detrimental impact on the organization, why aren't you saying anything? Why are you waiting until you do an audit? Risks don't wait for your audit, and risks are happening right now, in real time, right in front of you. Not only that, Red flags are waving everywhere in your organization. Red flags are waving everywhere. And here's what I would challenge you with. Are you brave enough to say something when those red flags are waving? Let me say that again. Are you brave enough to say something when those red flags are waving? Or are you going to sit there and watch as bad things happen in your organization? You see, if you're willing to sit there and watch as bad things happen in your organization, then perhaps you don't deserve to be in the job that you have. Now, Susanna is here and she says, oh, how often I've heard that. You've heard them say, we've always done it this way. Don't they say that a lot? So here's my typical response when I hear we've always done it this way. Just because we've always done it this way does not mean that it is right. Just because we've always done it this way does not mean that it is accurate. Just because we've always done it this way doesn't mean that that is the way we have to continue to do it. So that's three different ways to say it, right? That's three different ways to say it. And like my friend Leslie says, if you see something, 
you darn sure better say something. If you see something, you darn sure better say something. You see, not saying something is actually worse off for the company than saying something. Here's the thing, though. Once you say something, people will start to talk about you. They will start to ridicule you. But, but, why do you care as long as you are telling the absolute truth? Because as auditors, if we can't stand behind the truth, then we have nothing. So I got three points today. I've got three points that I want to make today. I've got three points that I want to make on why auditors should raise the red flag. But before I go over those three points, here's what I want you to do. You see this book right here, Ask Better Questions, Get Better Answers, Perform Better Audits. That is my best-selling Amazon book. It is all about the art of asking questions while auditing. After reading this book, you will be able to ask questions without fear of looking stupid. You'll be able to look at your clients and understand what they are saying when they come to you with animosity. You'll understand how to handle those contentious situations and you'll be able to ask better questions, get better answers, perform better audits. Go to askgetperform.com and you'll be able to go right to Amazon and grab your copy. All right. Now, Leslie, thank you so much. Leslie says, awesome book. It is a must read. Now, how is that for an endorsement live on air? Leslie says, awesome book. It is a must read. Now, you know that I'm going to clip this out, Leslie, and it's going to be a clip that you're going to see tomorrow, right? You know, <laughs> you, you know that that's going to be a clip, right? All right. Now, Sono says, what got you here won't get you there. It might actually get you deeper into, well, turdiness. <laughs> Somebody's going to laugh at that turdiness. Somebody is going to definitely laugh at that. Okay, so look, three points, three points in all seriousness. Three points why auditors should raise the red flag. Listen, early detection is ideal. By actively looking for red flags, auditors can help detect potential problems early on before they escalate into larger issues. Now, this allows for our organizations to take prompt action. What did I say earlier? Risks don't wait for your audit. Risks are happening in real time right now. They don't care about your audit plan. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that you think that you're going to sit here and be working in an organization with all these risks flying around and these risks are going to say, wait a minute. I know that you have an audit plan, so we're not going to present ourselves until the third quarter of the year while you're performing your audit. No, risk don't rate on your audit. So early detection is ideal when it comes to waving the red flag within your organization. Now, Shri wants to know how can she get an autographed copy of the book? Shri. Just email me after the show, and I might be nice enough to give you an autographed copy. I'm just kidding. You know, all you got to do is contact me, and you'll get an autographed copy. All right, all right. Seriously, though, back to the seriousness here. <laughs> Early detection is ideal. Early detection is ideal. Better too early than too late, because you don't want to be like that mortgage company that I work for. We ended up going under, out of business. 
because we didn't appropriately manage some of the risks that we had. Now, my second point is accountability increases with conversation. Here's what I mean by that. You know, good and well, the more we talk about something, the more exposure it gets. The more exposure it gets, the more attention that it gets. Now, here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to run around like Chicken Little saying that the sky is falling every time you see something small. But I mean, most of us work for companies where we see big things happening regularly and we say nothing. We walk around like an ostrich with our heads in the sand. But accountability increases with conversation. And I'm not saying be mean. I'm not saying be a butthole about it. But you can bring awareness to situations and then start talking about them. Because accountability increases with conversation. The more you talk about things, the more apt we are to now put some accountability behind it. Again, I'm not saying be mean, be pushy, and be brash. There are ways that you can have constructive criticism in your conversations with your audit clients. Man, how's that for an alliteration? I don't know if I could say that again. So you're on Audit Bites, episode number 37. Auditors should always raise the red flag. We've just gone over two reasons why. Before I get to that third reason, I'm going to ask you all to do me a favor. We have a worldwide audience. And for that, I am thankful. I mean, when I look at the stats, there are people in the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, um, oh goodness, Morocco, Saudi Arabia, India, China, Switzerland, Germany, France, Japan, Malaysia, and I've left off quite a few. You all are everywhere. So there are a couple of things I would like for you to do. Go to auditbytes.com. You'll see all the podcasting platforms that we're on. Link to your favorite one and subscribe. That way you'll be notified every time I drop an episode. And by the way, while you are there, give us a rating. Make it a five-star rating. Oh, you know what? You know what, Sono? Ooh, ooh. I did forget the UK. I actually have a pretty big audience in the UK. I've got a couple of clients in the UK too. So if you're listening, I didn't forget you all. I was saving the best for last. That's what I was doing. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did not forget you all. I'm about to get choked up over here. I didn't forget you all. I'm saving the best for last. So listen, in all seriousness, go to your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star review. No, that what you mean that wasn't a good comeback, Sono. Sono called me rude for those listening and not watching. <laughs> I was saving the best for last. You know, I was always told that I had a way with words. <laughs> All right, so let's get to that third point, though. Let's get to that third point. Why auditors should always raise the red flag. Because you all know I like to keep this show fairly short. 30 to 45 minutes. Looks like today we're going to hit the 20 minute mark. So listen, the third reason you should raise the red flag is that calling it out actually increases credibility. I know you don't think so, but listen, here, here's the deal. When you aren't afraid to speak up, people actually respect you more. No one respects a coward. Now, 
They may like the fact that you aren't auditing them. They may like the fact that you're not on their backs, which you shouldn't be really on their backs anyway. But there's a difference between people liking you and people respecting you. And personally, I don't care if you like me or not, as long as you respect me. Again, there's a difference between people liking you and people respecting you. And you would much rather have people respect you than to like you. Now, ideally, you'd rather have both. But if you had to pick one, choose respect any day. So listen, auditors should always raise the red flag. Number one, early detection is ideal. Don't wait until you do an audit before you bring something up. Second thing is accountability increases conversation, increases with conversation. The more you talk about things, the more you'll start to find out who should be accountable, how they should be accountable, and then you can start helping them out. The third reason is calling it out increases credibility. No one respects or likes a coward. Now, again, don't be rude and don't be crude when you're calling things out. You can have constructive criticism with people and you can provide valuable, constructive feedback. Anybody disagree with that? You can provide valuable, constructive feedback. All right, my friends, this has been episode number 37. I want you to go to your favorite podcasting platform. Give me a five-star rating. And by the way, tell all your friends, man, so that they can listen in and join the party too, so that they can harass me like Sono just did when she called me rude. Isn't that fun harassing me? Some people like to do that for sport. So, Thank you for joining me on this episode of Audit Bites. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Audit Bites. If you receive value from this podcast, do us a favor. First, tell other auditors. Second, give us a five-star review. And finally, talk to Robert about training your auditors. Our contact information is on our website, www.thatauditguy.com. It's also where you will find our course catalog, on-demand courses, a kick-butt blog, other podcasts, Robert's best-selling books, and last but not least, audit merch. That's right, we have audit hats, shirts, mugs, and more. Thanks for watching and listening. See you next episode.